Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. So Tay got this crispy new mic. It's a Yeti mic and I'm like in love with the audio quality. Hopefully I get this right, but let's get into this. So today I am actually repurposing some content from Instagram of all places. I did an Instagram post last week about some industry shifts that I feel like service providers and coaches should know and I want to share it over here on the podcast and kind of elaborate a little bit. I feel like I've talked about some of these things on the podcast but um, I'm just doing like a little summary of what I talked about on Instagram and bringing the conversation from Instagram over to here. So here are a few things that I've noticed in the industry. I've noticed these shifts happening and I just want to open up the conversation and make sure that you are also well aware of these shifts. Um, And like I said, I feel like I've talked about this before, but child, we're going to do this again. So let's go. The first shift that I am noticing, and I know I've talked about this one, but it's the hybrid business model. So a lot of coaches right now are shifting and they're adding in services, right? Because we're trying to have that consistent cash flow. And sometimes coaching, you know, it ebbs and flows, right? Depending on how the world is at large, if there's, you know, shifts in money or shifts in leadership or you know shifts in the stock market right when all those things change it's going to obviously affect our energy our industry and a lot of times the coaching industry gets hit because people start to get a little bit more conservative with their money and so right now i'm noticing that a lot of coaches are shifting and they're adding in services so they can stabilize their cash flow and there's nothing wrong with that right um for those of you guys that know I started out my business the opposite way where I was a service provider and then I added in coaching and that's something that I'm also seeing right service providers are jumping into the coaching world or they are jumping into consulting because they want to make a bigger impact they want to serve more people they want to support more people and maybe they're just trying to get out of the day-to-day of working in the back end of people's businesses and I can really resonate with that. Uh, I'm not sure about you, but it can be tiresome to always be the person behind the scenes, you know, building and working on someone's business um, at the at the extent of not being able to serve and support other people who are reaching out for help. And I feel like a lot of times as service providers, our services are usually high, higher ticket, right? And so there are going to be a number of people that can't be supported by us because they can't afford us like they literally can't afford us and so by allowing yourself to jump into the realm of oh you know i'm going to offer coaching or courses or consulting things like that it allows you to make a bigger impact 
without it costing you money um, and now you're able to serve and support more people so anyway the hybrid business model this is definitely going to be something that just continues to grow and the industry is going to shift in this direction because why not do both right why not serve and support people as a service provider while also serving and supporting people as a coach and so another thing that i like kind of thought about when i was thinking about hybrid business models is that a lot of times we're just tired of working with hard-headed clients right like some of us we like and i i can say this to be 100 percent true i have clients that like are hard-headed and so sometimes it makes the business not as fun when you have clients that won't do what you say and not not a whole like oh you have to do everything i say but like yo like fill out the form you know so when you have clients like that it sometimes makes the job not fun and so being able to jump in and serve people in a different capacity may help you not feel as burnt out with clients because it's not that clients are bad i mean some of them maybe they're a nightmare client but a lot of times life happens right and sometimes our clients aren't able to respond to us as quickly as we need or whatever and so having another way that you're able to, to support people and showcase and share your expertise it's just going to make you continue to enjoy your business during those more hard or the more um you know pressure field seasons so the second shift that i've noticed is the separation of the personal brand from the business so i just recently announced that i was separating out while well, i was going back to separating out my personal brand from the business becoming ceo and it's so interesting because i've been doing this you know my photography business has always been separate my coaching business it goes through phases where in 2018 it was separate but in 2019 20 um and part of 2021 it was all together and now it's back separate again and it's so interesting because now i'm seeing a lot of people talk a lot about creating like having your brand be separate from or sorry having your personal brand being separate from your business brand and it's just so interesting to see like how this is becoming a new shift and i'm like yeah some of us have been saying this from the beginning others of us have just been doing whatever right and it's fine it's not a big deal but it's so interesting to see that a lot of people are you know trying to separate it out and i know so one of the main reasons that it's happening is because a lot of business owners are just wanting to detach from social media people are anti-social media and all the things and while i get that and this is a conversation for another time i feel like a lot of people just don't understand how to leverage social media as a business owner separating your personal brand from your business brand it's not about leaving social media but it but it's about helping you create more intentionality behind what you're posting specifically for your business and helping you separate the fact that you don't have to talk about your personal life in order to build a relationship with someone as a business right and one thing that i've noticed is that a lot of clients they're kind of over the lifestyle marketing right not saying that they're completely over it but like people you know they don't care as much about how much you make right um and they don't care like some people don't really care to see your children and stuff i mean it, it is what it is right like some people just don't care about seeing the lifestyle they care more so about what do you do how can you do it how are you helping me right people are selfish and let's be honest a lot of ceos really don't care to share the behind the scenes of their life like i mean i'll be fully honest i don't mind sharing certain behind the scenes but I, I would go to say 97% of my life is just not on social media. And if you've been paying attention, 
I'm very hit or miss now with like Instagram stories and different things like that because I just don't care to share the behind the scenes. So some of us don't care to share it. Other people just don't enjoy sharing it. And so by separating out your personal brand from your business brand, it's going to allow you to not have to feel like you have to be the face of the brand right I I don't know if you guys noticed but like in 2019 2020 and trust me I was I was in it too everybody was saying like oh you need a personal brand build a personal brand like that's how you build your business and it's like bro that's actually like we don't have to show your face in order to build a personal brand now does I mean sorry to build a business now does it help of course right we're small business owners so it's definitely going to help Um, showing our faces but you don't have to and I feel like this new shift of separating the personal brand from the business it's just going to be really liberating for a lot of business owners so if you find yourself feeling like you know what I don't want to do the point and reels I don't want to do you know the dancing and having to you know do talking head reels or whatever you don't have to boo like you can just create a business brand right it's neat to have a personality and I, I would even say you still need to show your face here or there but it frees you from having to show what you did this weekend or the behind the scenes of you working on a project and stuff like while those things are helpful to share it's not necessary and I feel like in this new season of online business you're just going to see a really strong distinction between people building personal brands and people building businesses now on the other hand i'll say this i feel like separating out your personal brand from your business is going to give you so much more leverage if you actually and intentionally build both right so for example if you build your personal brand and you're building it as you know Kay Hillman, the founder of Becoming CEO, I feel like you're going to build a stronger culture and community around the entire thing, right? You're going to build a stronger brand across both both entities, and you're going to be looked at differently, right? It's it's going to be it's different saying like, oh, becoming CEO oh, this is Kay Hillman versus saying, oh, this is Kay Hillman, the founder of Becoming CEO, right? And building those things together, I feel like, and I know this might not make any sense, but like, walk with me here. If you're building both, it's going to establish you as a thought leader. It's going to, it's going to separate you from people that are just building personal brands or just building business brands. So I will say that if you do both, there's going to be a shift in power and a shift in I don't I don't even know how to explain it right now but you're gonna see that there's gonna be a lot of benefit by building both so if you have it in you if you have the capacity I would recommend separating out the brands your personal brand from your business brand but building both so the third thing and I think I'm on thing number three I don't know but the third thing is a shift to creative marketing like I said people are trying to leave social media a max a max <laughs> a mass exodus has already begun like people have already made formal announcements um, and it's happening across industries I want to be clear it's not just happening to us service providers and coaches I follow a lot of like um, Christian leaders and stuff like that they are leaving social media too um, I follow athletes I follow big box beauty brands and stuff like that people have been leaving social media for the last couple of years and the exodus is only going to get bigger as people start to feel more disconnected from social media right Uh, social media the whole purpose used to be to connect us but I feel like a lot of times 
especially as creators business owners ceos things like that um while yes it's allowed us to get in front of people it's also led to some really detrimental mental side effects right um and it's really caused you know some people quite a bit of harm and so a lot of people are lit are leaving the space and because of that now there's this new call and not, it's not new but people are now being more creative in their marketing and so instead of you know using instagram maybe people are using other platforms like linkedin right linkedin is a is a platform that people you know coaches and service providers they weren't running to linkedin first but a lot of people have gotten on linkedin in the last couple of years and it's only going to continue to grow um maybe they're not getting on another social media profile maybe they're completely going offline and this is where it gets even cooler because when you're completely offline now you're building businesses like people used to build before right like when i so i don't know if you guys know this but i when i was like young so probably like high school and all of college um i did hair i braided hair um i did you know braids i did all kind of braids so that was my first business and i did not use social media for that like i was never on social media to build that business and I was really creative with how I marketed. I did Craigslist. I, you know, I even did like a little radio um, appearance in my city, which was really cool. Um, but I did a bunch of different things to creatively market my business. And I feel like with people leaving social media, creative marketing is about to make a big comeback. And I'm not saying that creative marketing ever went anywhere because people are still, you know, doing billboards and doing radios and all that kind of stuff right people have always been doing that but i feel like now you're going to see a really big shift in either people teaching how to do those things or people are just going to do it right because you're not on social media so you have to do something different and so um again you don't got to point at reels right i mean i don't know about you but most of my reels i try not to point in them if i don't have to there's <laughs> nothing wrong with pointing in the reels but i'm just you know not crazy about pointing in a reel um but also i'm not telling you that you need to leave social media i'm just saying be creative and think of out of the box ways to market your business because times are shifting right the the marketing space is shifting how you market your business is going to change and so maybe you want to look into something like writing a book going on a book tour speaking creating a podcast um you know do, doing anything right just be more creative with how you're marketing your business go to networking events people sleep on networking events but like it's worth it go to conferences and intentionally seek to network with people right um because the, the truth of the matter is word of mouth marketing is one of the most powerful forms of marketing i know for me with my photography business i literally went almost a year without posting on my page and i was consistently booked out every single month with photography so and all of that was because of word of mouth it was because i would do someone's photos they go post the photo someone asked who did them they came back to me then they would hire me right it was just a trickle effect like i literally went through a group of friends in the course of a year like it was just crazy to see like oh this person knew this person who knew this person and they all hired me and so i'm saying all this to say you and i think i've been saying this but like you don't have to be on social media does it help of course a hundred percent i will always say that social media really does help but at the end of the day let's let's go ahead and get on the forefront or be on the forefront of trying some more creative marketing strategies so that was thing number three thing number four more customized offers okay so this year and i don't know it could just be me that just noticed this but i feel like this year 
across the board people have just been really resistant to doing things one way it's like um, and i don't know I feel like my offers make so much sense and then I would have someone say well oh you know I don't want to do this part though and I'm like dang like you know what it really doesn't need this part like I don't even know why I included this or like me I went and hired one of my last coaches and her 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 offer had calls and I was like yo like I literally don't want to get on a call can we just do Voxer and it's like wow like okay this like I can see why people don't want to have to do things one way and so when I say more customized offers I'm not saying that you want to you know change your offer just so much for every single person but what I will say is that maybe have like a pick your path option and this is what I've shifted most of my my offers to where it's a pick your path so you can customize the offer to serve and support each client so like I have a client right now who um, while usually for one-on-one -on -one coaching I do Voxer only for her she just can't do Voxer like Voxer just doesn't align with her in this season now do I enjoy getting on calls yeah I don't mind calls but I know because of my life right because I have two kids and all the things I try not to do calls but it was okay for me to customize the offer and do calls with her because she's the only person I'm doing calls well she's not the only person but uh, by the way my kids are next to me sleep so <laughs> and King totally talks in his sleep so yeah but um anyway back to the offer so because I don't do a ton of calls I don't mind when I have one or two people who come to me and they want to customize the one-on-one -on -one coaching and do calls right and we just customize it to serve and support them so anyway when it comes to customizing your offers I really believe that going forward um, service providers and coaches I feel like we should have so i really believe that going forward offers by service providers and coaches are going to look like more menu style right where clients can add things they can take away things and create a more custom offer but a more supportive experience without taxing you as the business owner right so it's not about you changing up your offers for them you know you're still going to have like your base thing but like think about like when you go to mo's or something right like the burrito is the same it, like every the burrito process is the same pick a rice pick a meat pick a you know pick the toppings right but it's still like a little bit customized right we're not all getting the exact same burrito and it's almost like that same point like at the end of the day the burrito is still gonna taste good and it's still gonna have like the basic framework of what it should be so i'm not saying to you know every single person gets a extremely different offer but maybe just allow a little bit more room for customization so where maybe you normally do calls if it's possible to do it without calls consider allowing people to do it where it's voxer only or maybe you have voxer um but someone just can't do voxer for whatever reason. right there are plenty of reasons why people don't care to do voxer and so in that case maybe consider okay let's do calls let's do email let's do something else to make it a little bit more customized and something that will work for both you and them i don't want you to tax yourself and add extra work to you but if it does serve and support them a little bit better just consider another way of doing things and customize it so that you can serve people the way they need to be served so the next thing i don't know what number i'm on so i'm not gonna say a number i'm just gonna say the next thing um so the next thing or the next shift that i'm noticing is more of an emphasis on energy and mindset so this this shift has honestly been having happening since 2022 or i'm sorry since 2020 people talking more about you know energy and and, and mindset and all the things right and i'm gonna be honest i feel like this is something that's here to stay and it's only going to get like it's only going to increase 
we all know that business is nearly 80% if not more mindset right like you most of us know the strategies most of us know the tools but a lot of times our energy and our mindset is just what throws everything off uh, a lot of times like even as a service provider right like, let's be real as a service provider your clients nine times out of the ten they know how to do stuff it's just they don't have the energy right they don't have the capacity to do it and that's where we come in and so i feel like right now and just continuing forward we're going to start seeing more programs and services shift from just offering strategy to providing more holistic support from mindset energetics incorporating faith and even service providers really talking more about hey and y'all know how much i hate this statement instead of people saying like i'm gonna help you stay in your zone of genius i feel like a lot of service providers are really going to start talking about this is what i can save you right this is the time i can save you so for example, for me, I have a VIP experience and um, for my photography studio. And this VIP experience, it's, it's, it's a VIP, honey. Like they're gonna get six months of content in one day and everything is done for you. I have a wardrobe stylist. I have a makeup artist. I have a, um, someone that does your hair, right? I have the strategy. Um, there's, you know, I'm the photographer. I have a videographer, right? Like there's a full team and all you need to do is show up for this experience but i'm saving you so much time and money because at the end of this you're gonna have six months of, of content you're gonna have six months of marketing assets that, assets that you can use for your company with with that offer i'm talking a lot about how i'm saving you time and how i'm giving you back your energy because truth be told nobody has time i'm gonna be honest nobody has time to market and create content for their business that is like one of the hardest things for people you, you you're able to serve your clients you're able to you know do what you need to do for your clients but actually marketing yourself that's where the time comes in and a lot of people don't have that and that's where my offer comes in and supports you and i feel like I've, and I've seen this happen time and time again with a lot of people's marketing and with a lot of people's just messaging around their offers, people aren't just talking about the strategy, right? Of course, I'm going to do a strategy session and help you break down what type of content you need to create. That's not the thing. Of course, you know, I'm going to show you what poses to do, whatever, whatever. But going deeper than that, I'm, I'm helping you holistically, right? I'm helping you market. I'm helping you create. I'm helping you with the execution, right? With all those different pieces so that you can maintain your energy and your peace of mind as a CEO. And I see the same kind of thing happening with a lot of service providers and especially with a lot of coaches. A lot of coaches are incorporating faith more into their business model. They're incorporating talking more about energetic capacity. Well, I haven't seen energetic capacity. I feel like I'm one of the few people that talk about energetic capacity, but that's fine. Um, but I hear a lot of like coaches talking a lot about mindset now, right? They're not just talking about the strategy, but they're talking about the mindset drama and all the different things mentally that we go through in our business. And so anyway, I just want to say that the big like one of the biggest shifts that are that's happening and that's going to continue to happen is the emphasis on energy and mindset and i really feel like right now you need to just start talking about it whatever those deeper issues that people are dealing with i want you to start talking about those things now because in a little bit everybody and their grandmother is going to be talking about it and then you're going to have to figure out how to make sure that you are standing out from everyone else 
go ahead and get in front of that wave right now because it's gonna happen and that's how marketing works right marketing works that where you know there's the people that first start talking about it at first then everybody else jumps on right go ahead and be that person that's talking about it first so you don't have to worry about oh man like i sound like so and so like no you don't have to worry about that because you've been doing that like that i can stand on that confidence of like oh I'm, i never feel like oh man like i'm behind because i'm usually one of the first people to talk about it so when everybody else starts talking about it i'm just like oh yeah i've been saying this since like 2018 but okay <laughs> go off this you know so start talking about it now start talking about you know in your offers as service providers not just the strategy not just the steps not just you know what it is that you do and how you do it for people but talk about okay in the long term how is this supporting you in the big picture how is this how is this offer supporting and helping your clients and then as a coach really start talking about those behind the scene issues that people have that you know is the reason why they're struggling to get x y and z result so that's that Again, I don't know what number I'm on, so I'm just keep going. The next one is you're going to see a rise of in the moment, disruptive and leadership type of content. So this is honestly one of my favorite things. And this post that I wrote was it was a prime example of this type of content. This was a, a idea that I had like literally maybe the morning that I posted this, this post in the morning. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like write up a, a list of different things that I notice are happening in the industry and just post it. It wasn't anything serious. I didn't plan for this to be a post or anything. I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, these, these I've been thinking of all these things and I knew I wasn't gonna like do individual posts, although I could, but I was like, I know I'm not probably gonna do individual posts. Let me just put this together in a carousel and post it. But I truly believe, and I know this is gonna be a thing because I see it happening all over the place, but you're gonna see a lot of people sharing content that happens in the moment sharing more thought leadership or just leadership content in general right there's a difference between being like a thought leader versus being a leader um disruptive content right you're going to see people saying things that when you first read it you're going to be like wow you're you're literally saying the opposite of what everybody else is saying and some people are going to do it because they want to be polarizing some people are going to do it because they want to get people arguing and they want to you know be contrary and some people are going to do it just because like they they stand behind what they say right and so you're going to see a lot of this happen and this is also going to be an area that may be stressful for some people because you know, sometimes you may not have something disruptive or you may not have like something that's, you know, really thought leadership style or whatever to say. And that's okay, right? I will say like with my service-based business, which is the photography studio, it is a little bit more challenging to really think like, okay, what is like disruptive or what's, what's like a leadership type of content that I will put over here? I mean, it's really hard to say that because it's a, it's a photography studio, you know, and I, I'm not really trying to be, you know, contrary over there, right? But one thing I will say is that even as a service provider, you can be really bold and audacious with your messaging and with your and with what you're talking about, right? Instead of, you know, following the grain of what everybody else in your industry talks about, really talk about some of those deeper issues that people have that prevents them from getting the result they want to get when they work with you. And we've all had that happen where we have clients who they don't get the desired result. And usually, I, I can say this with confidence, usually nine times out of 10, it's because of something they did, right? So for me, one thing that keeps people from getting the photos they want is their freaking outfits. <laughs> I hate to be like, 
I hate to talk about people's clothes, but like, bro, like, did you even try? Did you try this on before you before you showed up today? You know, did you did you make sure that did you look at the at, at the photos of where we were taking pictures? Did you even realize that you're wearing you know white on white, but it's an off white from the white walls or whatever? Like, were you even paying attention? You know, and so that could be a very disruptive piece of content because people don't like hearing that their clothes don't look right you know and then they want to look at the pictures and be like oh it wasn't quite what I expected bro I didn't expect you to come looking like that but here we are you know <laughs> and it's like okay so for me one thing that I do with the studio in particular is I educate people on that process in the beginning right because I know this is an issue but I, I also make front-facing content on social media on the blog you know in different places to prepare them so that they do know that hey your wardrobe can make or break your images so let's be smart about your outfit choices so again it's a little bit more challenging I guess as a service provider I will say but for us coaches it's a lot easier to just be a little bit more disruptive to actually show up as a leader as someone saying things different and so just think of things in the moment and share it without overly curating it without overly you know planning out this detailed content calendar you can really live in the moment and I mean I've had this happen to me so many times where I get off a call or I get out of boxer for the day and somebody says something or we have a conversation with one of my clients and I'm like yo this is gonna make a great post and it, it becomes like something that's really powerful to talk about so you're gonna see that shift happening a lot and I do want to say just like as a last thing something that's gonna really help you with this if you're struggling with creating like in the moment or disruptive leadership content is to tune out all your favorite CEOs and that may even be me which would make me so sad but I mean hey if listening to me or watching my social media is like keeping you from being creative and being authentic to your own voice mute me right mute other ceos mute people in your industry so that you can start to develop your own true voice so that you can develop your own unique message and figure out what is it that i truly have to say right when you do that it just allows you to no longer have the influence right of everybody else and it's okay to be influenced by people I want to be very clear it's okay to be influenced by people but I feel like a lot of times people hesitate to post things or say things because you heard somebody else say it but it's like who really cares like I mean if, if it if it really matters to you quote the person right just say like hey so-and-so said this and I really agree and here's some extra thoughts that I had about it right um and that's totally fine but all I'm, I'm saying all this to say if you're struggling tune out all the noise and just focus on what is your voice what is your authentic message what are you saying and doing that shows that you are an industry leader right how are you doing things what is your process how are you leading conversations right how are you leading conversations because the truth of the matter is is that as service providers as coaches we need to be leading in conversations and it can be challenging right because everybody's trying to do it but the truth of the matter is they're not right a lot of people are not trying to lead conversations and create communities and you know build build things right a lot of people are just trying to let me grab the money that i can grab and keep it moving and if that's not you you can stay in the game so much longer if you really focus on being intentional about okay I want to lead conversations. I want to be, you know, I want to be positioned as an industry leader when someone talks about X, Y, and Z content or X, Y, and Z topic. I want to be included in that 
in that conversation, right? So how are you doing that? And that may mean turning out, turning off all the other people so that you can have a little bit of clarity. And then once it's over, you can, you can turn it back on, right? You can unmute everybody and consume content and do all the things, but really try to take some time to focus and figure out who is your voice or what is your voice and what is your authentic message. I think this is my last one. So my last one is small intimate experiences. That's the next shift that I see happening. And honestly, I'm jumping on this wave. I am jumping on this wave so hard. People are craving connection. People want small intimate experiences and it's on the rise, right? I don't know if you've noticed, but like this last year, more conferences have been happening, in-person events, all the things, right? But I think that while these conferences and, you know, in-person events are cool, I think people are really starting to like crave like the smaller events, right? Like the classroom size events, not necessarily, you know, going to a conference of, you know, 300 people, but being in a room of 30 other women, of seven other women, of four other women, right? I feel like these small intimate experiences are about to be on the rise and your girl is tapping in. We're going to have retreats next year. We're going to have um, dinner next year uh what else are we doing i think those are the two main things i already for the last two years since the pandemic i've been doing taco tuesdays with people in atlanta so sometimes i'll invite my clients sometimes i'll make it like a little networking thing where i'll, I'll invite you know people that are in atlanta that we're like all in similar industries it just depends on how i'm feeling so I've been doing these little intimate gatherings and intimate experiences. Some of them have been free, some of them have been paid, but I really feel like these experiences, especially when they're smaller, so when they're more intimate, these just allow people to be seen and heard, right? And that's all people want in this season. People just want to feel seen and heard. And honestly, larger experiences, they can be stressful. They can be stressful for you having to plan it, but they can also be stressful for people attending because it's, it's overwhelming to be in a large room of people and you're trying to like network or make friends or whatever and as much as we try to create like really safe experiences and when I say my experiences be safe like I don't play that mess nobody is sitting off to the corner nobody is going to be you know nobody's an outsider in, in in my groups um but it can it can be hard as it gets bigger because it's just hard to make sure that you touch everybody and so i feel like intimate experiences it just allows you to create that deeper transformation and give people the true experience that they, they desire because i have gone to larger larger if i could talk y'all anyway um i've gone to larger events and I enjoyed them, but I also left feeling like, man, I feel like I missed out on so much because I didn't really get a chance to meet, you know, more than the couple of people that sat next to me or something because it was just so it was just so big and so much going on. So I feel like these smaller experiences are really going to be good next year. I know for sure. Like I know next year, these intimate experiences, it's just going to be game changing. It's going to be next level. Um, the other thing that I will say is that in the last couple of years, especially like 2020, a lot of people promoted and pushed, you know, large launches and, you know, having these overflowing client rosters. And that was the priority, right? It was like, you know, let me get all the money. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like going forward, people want these more intimate experiences because they felt like a number at the time, right? In the last couple of years, a lot of people, and I've heard this happen a lot, where they're like, 
I felt like I was just a number. Like I learned so much, but I didn't really get that connection and community that I wanted. So I want to be clear and say, I'm not talking about like the programs being bad. I feel like everybody has been having really good experiences in programs. It hasn't been bad, but I feel like what's been lacking is the connection and the intimacy, um, which has made it to where a lot of people don't have repeat clients. And I have noticed that as a thing that's just been happening is that people don't have a lot of repeat clients because the experience wasn't there. And so by having a more intimate experience, you're going to be able to serve, you're going to serve less clients, which is a plus for some of us, right? To not have to serve so many people, but you'll be able to impact them in a bigger way. You'll, you'll see that like, you'll have people that show up to these, these in-person experiences, and then they end up in your coaching, or they show up to these in-person workshops, and they end up hiring you as their service provider, right? Like you'll see people stick with you a bit longer, because these intimate experiences are going to give them that personal connection they need with you. And the last thing that I'm going to say about these small intimate experiences is that there's just so much power when you're able to go deep with a small group of people. Um, while yes, you could, you know, have an event and 50 people show up. And I'm not saying 50 is a lot because 50 is, you know, 50 is, is two classrooms. So that's, that's a lot of people. But 50 people can also feel overwhelming to an introvert, right? 50 people can also feel overwhelming to somebody that's, you know, neurodivergent or something, right? Like a multi-passionate person may feel overwhelmed around 50 people. Like there's just so many different things that could keep you from really being able to connect with people when it's a large group. But when the groups are smaller, um, I just feel like there's just so much more you can do, so much more, so much further that you can go. And people's level of comfort of just being able to speak up and say how they feel and to feel valued by the entire collective, it's just going to be game changing. So it's not to say no, let's not do these larger group experiences. But I really do think that these small intimate experiences are on the rise. I feel like um, I feel like there's just so much room for personalization and so much room for intimate conversations and for friendships to be built. And I just feel like that's something that is unmatched. I feel like that's something that you do miss out on when there's larger class sizes or um, larger program sizes or larger event sizes. And so that is like the last industry shift that I'm noticing and I feel like these like I feel like all the things that I mentioned it's definitely going to be something that you see become a reality in 2023 what is it 2023 yeah so it's something that you're going to definitely see that's like happening in 2023 i'm i can almost guarantee it a lot of these shifts i have already been making like all these shifts that i've mentioned i've actually made them all this year the only one i haven't made is having a in-person intimate experience but for the last two years no since since 2020 all of my programs, I switched them from trying to be large programs. So um, my largest like class size, I think was probably about 40, 45 people. Um, and now all my class sizes um, for the last like three years have been around 10 um, or less. And I love it. I think it's great like it's so great because I'm able to go deeper. And these people these women that join, they're able to, you know, have more intimate connections and they're able to show up and say what's on their mind without feeling like oh man it's so many people like maybe I don't trust that I can actually share this and so it's just a beautiful thing and I'm not saying that you have to you know not have large number of people join your program so don't get me wrong I'm just saying that 
all these shifts that I have predicted and that I'm speaking on are things that I am personally experiencing, personally going through, personally doing, um, but also things that I've just seen across the board. It's happening in the industry. And so uh, it's just food for thought, something for you to start thinking about, something for you to decide, does this feel good? Is this something that I want to try, right? Do you want to try more creative marketing strategies? Do you want to try a hybrid business model, right? Um, I have clients who they don't want to, right? They just want to be a service provider and that's it. That's fine, right? But I have other clients who they're a coach and there's a certain thing that they do that they feel like they could turn into a service. And if that's you, go for it, right? Test out that hybrid business model and see if it works. Um, maybe you want to separate out your business brand from your personal brand. Do it. Like, do it. It's it's not saying that you have to post content on both pages every single day. We can have a conversation about that later. But, um, you know, try it out. See if you like it. Maybe you want to try having more custom offers or start talking about your faith more. You know, I'm all about talking about your faith more. Girl, talk about Jesus. Like, People, people want to hear it. People want to see your testimony. People want to hear your testimony. So share those things. But I feel like all these different shifts that are happening, it, they're happening rapidly, right? They're happening. And um, I would much rather you go ahead and jump on now so that you can be kind of like a forerunner in your space of talking about these things than waiting um, and you know, kind of feeling like you're copying what everyone else is saying, which obviously you're not. But I do, I do get the feeling, right? I get the feeling of, man, you know, did I wait too late to, to jump in on this? Um, and I will say, I don't feel like you are. Like, even if everybody, even if every single person you know is already doing something, you're still going to, if you do it after that, you're still going to come at it with a unique perspective. So you don't have to feel like you're copying people, but I do get the feeling. And so if you don't want <laughs> to have that feeling, if you don't want to run into that issue, then by all means, boo thing, now's the time. Like now's the time to start making some of these shifts. If it feels good to you, if you have the capacity and the time to do it, go for it, boo. All right, this is already much longer, much longer than I wanted it to be, um, but it is what it is. Y'all know I be, I, I, I want to talk. I, I like to kiki. My kids are asleep, um, and so yeah, that's it. Um, oh, last thing that I want to share is that I am um, officially deciding that we're going to do a retreat in 2023. So the retreat, um, I'm torn between two locations, uh, but I'm pretty sure that I'm going to pick Charleston, South Carolina. I'm just putting that out there. So if you are interested in a very intimate retreat, it's going to be um, less than seven people. It'll probably be five people. Um, but if you want to go to the Charleston retreat, then please send me a DM on Instagram so that I know that people are actually interested because if the girls ain't trying to come, I'm not trying to do no planning. Um, but it is going to be a luxury retreat because your girl got kids. Like when I do things, I want it to be really nice and I want us to all have a good time. And I know that a lot of you listening also have kids and all the things. And so when we go out and we, you know, practice self-care and just do all the things we deserve to have a good time we deserve for it to be a luxurious and rejuvenating thing and so um the retreat is going to be a mix of you know self-care and, and not necessarily self-care but it's going to be a mix of like restoration meets business right so helping you relax and restore yourself as a woman um and then also helping you plan the next steps and put things in place so that you can you know come back to a business that makes sense and doesn't feel like 
it's all over the place and that is my goal with these retreats i don't want you to leave the retreat feeling like oh my gosh i have so much stuff to do i want you to leave the retreat with laser focus and know that okay i feel calm i feel like i got a break i feel like i was able to you know breathe and just kind of recalibrate and now i have a really strong direction and compass for where the business is going and where i'm taking the company and who i need and all the things so if that sounds like something that you're interested in if you want to come meet me in charleston i would love that and uh and all the things so yes send me a dm on instagram Again, you can send it to at Mrs. K Hillman. I usually answer over there super fast, or you can send it to Becoming CEO, um, and I try to at least peek in there at least once a day. So, yeah, send me a DM, and until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman, and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.